Okay. Badger cast. 54, I think. It's been so long. Straight from southeastern Wisconsin, bringing you your slice of Badgerland, welcome to BadgerCast. And now your host, Julie and Dale. Hey, a freak show! Hello, hello, is this thing on? Hello, hello, hello! It is, I hear you, I think. I I don't know, it's kind of foreign right now. (laughs) You're listening to BadgerCast, your slice of Wisconsin life. I'm Dale. And I'm Julie. And we do exist. We, we do. Didn't, we didn't drop off with the face of the earth. Well, not really. Not really. No. We are here. We are podcasting. We've basically forgotten everything we've learned <laughs> in the past Speak couple of for weeks. For yourself. Well, you know what's foreign to me right now? What? This mixer. It's doing all of these weird little beezing and popping and... It, it, it looks pretty good, though. There, there's not, like, this layer of dust on it. Yes, there is. See? Look at all this dust. I don't see it. No. It's, no. She, she's ignoring the fact that there's a layer of dust on the mixer. Yeah. Which means we've been gone way too long. When was the last time we spoke to the good folk out there in podcast land? February? February 7th was the last time I posted, so... Oh, well, then they've missed a lot. Yes. February into March into April was not good. No, but see, I don't have really good show notes, so I'm going to let you kind of go in... the highlights? Highlight the past uh, seven, eight Mm, months? Well, the highlights would be Julie had a knee injury. Which happened uh, February 17th. And, and it, it was work-related, fortunately. Because we, no, I shouldn't say we, I felt this horrendous pop in the knee. Kneeling down to check off on CPR. And then the next nine weeks was absolutely no, no, no nothing. And, and I wasn't a very nice person to be around. No, she wasn't. And that's as far as I'll take it. <laughs> and then, so then, mm, let's see, what would it have been? February, March, April, end of April, I could start doing stuff again. And now I am pretty much fully back to biking. Yay! I'm nowhere near what I've biked the last two years, but we did, in the beginning of May, my first big test coming off the knee injury was the Inner Urban Trail, which goes from Mequon up to Cedar Grove. Just 60 miles round trip. Did pretty good. And then in June, we did our Madison bike trip. Okay. Um, w- which we can talk about more later, but that's um, 66 miles one way. and It was about 150 miles for the whole trip. Right. And it was a three-day trip. And then we recently just finished my third and your second Scenic Shore 150 in last weekend. Two weekends ago. Two weekends ago. No. no, last weekend? Last two... No, two, no, weekends, two weekends, ago. weekends ago. Two weekends ago. And, um, it's August already. And I attempted a century, and we'll, we'll talk about that later, too, in, in, in more up-to-date stuff. Otherwise, it's work and keeping kids busy through the summer, and um, I forgot to silence something. Let's see. And, and now it's football season. 
Ben starts football, getting back, getting into that back to school mode. Yeah, summer's flying by. Yeah, summer, so. summer just like a blink. It's gone. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Still got a few more things coming up. Yep. Yep. Got a wedding to go to. We got our Labor Day weekend plans like normal. Okay, so, uh, well, thanks, folks, for listening. Oh, shush up. <laughs> so, what have you done since February? Uh, I worked. You worked? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a little scare. Huh? Yeah, in March. I think it was March. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. like to think about that time. Well, um, it's it's okay. I've started to uh, lose a little bit of weight. And That's always good. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he called me from work and said yeah. he was taking an ambulance ride to the hospital. Yeah, I got, a, I got to experience a nice ambulance ride in an ER. An ER in Madison. And a cardiac workup. And a cardiac workup. But, but it was good. You passed your stress test. I passed my stress test with flying colors. I went to talk to a cardiologist who didn't think I had anything wrong with me. Hmm. She said, well, we don't know for sure, but everything looked good. So, But I do have all of the risk factors and but high you're working on them. High cholesterol. So. Yeah. So we're well. taking medicine and eating right and exercising. Good probably, for you. Probably not as much as I should, but more You did than a 150-mile bike ride. That I did. So You did two back-to-back 66-mile rides, too. That I did. And we did that in, hmm, let me see, 100-degree hmm, weather? Well, we'll talk about that when we get there. Okay. Okay. So, um, which might be fast because I've, I didn't write anything down, so I don't have a whole lot to talk about. Well, household wise, we have a new backyard. Yes, we do. Yes. Um, it has only taken two years since mm -hmm. the tornado, mm -hmm. but, but we now have the whole area where we lost the 14 trees is cleared Seated. stump free regraded and seeded and grass is actually growing yes now i cut it for the first time last weekend and i have to cut it again and now i've gone from about two hours to, to cutting four. grass to close to four because we have effectively doubled our yard with the trees gone yeah um now we're in like whatever the next stage will be which is you know like grooming the grass and Doing the fire pit up the right way. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how much. Well, my my goal is to get that grass at least growing decent by fall. Yep, and now we have to think about replanting a few trees. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, it's really, really flat where the where they regraded. So well, I was... Yeah. He, he he didn't he he put it a little flatter on that one side because um there there's talk of possibly putting in a concrete slab to either a store a camper so that the grass doesn't get killed and b to double as a um basketball court like a half court sure or to put a portable pool on or something or something or something yeah so um that's pretty much catching up the general idea of our household. Yeah. And we we cut down a bunch of, well, you cut down a couple of trees. 
I cut down one tree. Cut down one bush. And we trimmed up about Some. six feet up on two of the other um, pine trees so that we could actually see grass. and Cut um, grass around the cut, tree? Cut grass around it and make it look yeah. a little better. Now, now, I'm, now I have to... Now that you've done that, I have to mulch around those trees eventually. Otherwise, I'm going to get weeds hey, like I'm getting right step now. this is a step-by-step process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Homeownership, it means you have a constant list. Yeah, I know. I've got inside and outside. Eh, we'll get to it. Because you know what? We don't live for our house. No. And yard. No. No. Mm-mm. No. So do you have a song in here anywhere for a break? Well, we, we've only been in there. You can't fill 10 minutes before we go to a song? <sighs> yes, I can. I thought you wanted to take a break. Well, no. Well, so, well. well, why don't we talk specifically about the Madison trip? All right, let's do that. We took um, a bike ride trip, three days total, um, at the end of June. We went with um, three of my coworkers, and we left Waukesha um, bright and early at like 8.30 in the morning. Unfortunately, it was one of the hottest damn days of the year. It was 95 plus degrees. It took us about 10 hours to get to Madison. Mm-hmm. And, and they were predicting in Madison that day, um, whatever the opposite of wind chill is, heat index advisories of 107. Hence, it took us 10 hours because we weren't stupid. We but stopped it was, and we drank a lot and rested. We drank a lot, but I tried out for the first time a Camelback, and I like it. It's a little hard to get used to biking with it on because I'm not used to... Something on your back? Well, two liters of fluid inside the pack is probably, hmm... But two, four, four and a half to five pounds on your back that you're not used to biking with, but it was well worth it because it kept us quite hydrated. Uh, So... We did that, and then day two, when we hit the hotel, you and I biked part of the Capital State Trail. We d- actually did two trails. We did part of the Capital City's trail from uh, downtown out west to... Near, near the Alliance Center. Yeah, from Alliance Center out to Fitchburg, and then we took the Southwest Trail from Fitchburg. Northwest ba- Trail. No, Southwest Trail. Southwest Trail? trail? The Southwest Trail from Fitchburg, northeast, back to downtown. Mm -hmm. It was very nice. Parts of that Capitol State Trail, though, brutal because there's no shade. No, there's no shade. And it was 100 degrees out. Yeah, we only did a short, that short circuit. We were back in the hotel by noon. But when I compare that bike ride, short bike ride day two, to the bike ride we had day one, day one wasn't as bad because there was... The trees, and we had a wind, and it... Yeah, day two was pretty dead hot. hmm Yeah, that's the way Madison's summer has been all year. When I get out of, the, get out of work, it's 95 degrees. Yeah, the afternoons have really been... The late afternoons have really right. been the hottest this year here. Yeah. And then day two was very, much nicer. Um, we caught a little bit of a... Um, Day three, you mean? On I mean, the way day home. three. Day three on the way home, we caught a little bit of a front moving in, thought it was going to rain, but enough to cool us off. And the ride home, 
is downhill. Yep. So mm-hmm. that was about seven. And seven a half and a half hours. hours. And that was actually five and a half of bike time. And that day one, that 10 hours, was actual six and three quarters hours of bike time. Yeah. So we, when you think of the actual biking time, we did pretty darn good. We just needed the, the bigger rest stops because of the weather. And there's, I mean, it's a steady uphill grade from Waukesha to Madison. Mm-hmm. So that, I, I figure there's an hour there at least in the fact you're going uphill most of the way. Slowly but surely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, so that was that first bike ride. And then the scenic shore this year was not very nice to me. No, you. but you, fa- you tempted the fates, didn't you? I would have finished it. <clears throat> My choice this year for the scenic shore is day one, you have the option of doing a century ride, which is 100 miles instead of the um, slotted 75. And I got to the final rest stop before then, and it wasn't, wasn't even 12.30, I think maybe quarter after 12. And I'm like, you know what? I'm making good time. I'll go ahead and do it. So I leave the rest stop, start out on the, the, the extra loop for the 100. And I'm, I don't know, four or five miles into it, and I'm like, I'm really, really tired. Like, all of a sudden tired, not tired beforehand, like what's going on tired my legs started cramping up uh i'm thinking okay where can i pull over the next rest stop was 15 miles from the last rest stop and i finally had to pull over when i saw this um, sag sag vehicle coming through which was probably 13 and a half miles into it when i noticed i had a half flat tire and this is significant because that 13 and a half miles was uphill, into the wind, into the sun. I wasn't happy. We, she picked me up. We got the extra, what, mile and a half or whatever it was to the rest stop. We fixed the problem. Had some hydration, which, I mean, I really wasn't dehydrated. I think the muscle cramps were, I was really, really working and didn't know why I was really, really working. So in other words, you were pedaling and pedaling and not going anywhere Yeah, fast. it felt like I wasn't going anywhere. It, and actually, when I, when I stopped, um, we had them check out the crankshaft because I said it felt like I was pushing down and pedaling, but I felt like it wasn't giving me any power. And it more than likely was the half-flat tire. But we've, I, I, my bike, we found out day two, which we'll get to, needs to be tuned up a little bit with the crankshaft so we fixed the problem i'm hydrated i'm like okay i'll be on my way i get a mile from the rest stop and i have a completely flat tire same tire same tire the sag vehicle was actually quicker around this time and we checked out the tire we i'm getting really good at changing flats less than 10 minutes alone um the person said, well, you're not going to be able to finish. I said, what do you mean I'm not going to be able to finish? She goes, it's 2.30 now. You only have 90 minutes to finish. The rest stops close at 4. I said, well, looking at what I have left, I probably only need probably mm, two hours. I have water. 
I have a phone. I have more than enough water because I had probably two and a half liters of water still. And I only had about another 25 miles-ish to go. Nope, you can't finish. The, what would I say, concession she made to me was that I said, I want to bike as long as I can bike. So she went back around and did her final loop and stuff, but she made me get off the road and take me back to the, the end point for that day. So I got a little over 80 miles in and was unable to finish because they wouldn't allow me to finish, which really ticked me off because once the tire was fixed and that one really wasn't, it was holding, I felt fine. My legs felt fine. I was hydrated. I, I'm like, I can do this. Sunset wasn't until, what, 8.30 that day? Something like that. So th it would have been more than possible for me to finish. But I couldn't finish it within her time frame. So I'm yeah. a little bummed about that because that I know was, I could have done it. That was a new rule this year. It was a new rule because last year they let you guys bike till close to 5, 5.30 when they served dinner. This year, though, they sir started serving dinner at like 4.30. Right, but they also had an additional 300, 400 people that, from the she previous year. She said there year. were 320 extra riders from the year before, Right, which is great, but. Um, it took them all, pretty much all of that, 4 till 7 to feed everybody. And I understand that. But when I looked at other rides that do or offer a century, they give you close to 11 hours, 11 and a half hours to do it. So, you know, if you take that through and their start time is 7.30, I should have had till 6, 6.30 to finish. Hmm. Especially logistically, I had a phone. Yeah. I had water. I can call for help. They had, they gave everybody numbers of the support vehicles. If you didn't see one coming, you could call one. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. So I, I was a little frustrated with that. Well. But then day two, day two started off with the third flat tire. And then I had to miss, what was it, 20, 20 22 miles of that because the Next rest up, she would have taken to me because I didn't have what I needed to fix that flat. Um, she had to take me to the lunch um, stop. So I lost that. I lost those miles. He fixed the flat at the lunch stop, and we found glass embedded in my tire. Not happy. No. Fixed that one. That one held and is still holding because it's been two weeks now. And I re I've re rode the, la the, let's see, two, three times this week and still holding. The, the tube is still holding. I need to go and get two new tires now because when we got back after completing day two, I took a look at the back tire just because. And uh, while I did not see embedded glass, I found two holes. Uh, but yeah. they may not be big enough to cause an issue yet i don't know i think i'll take it to the bike shop and see if he can just patch it if that's mm. an option because my tires are expensive mm. yeah so i still got 150 miles and i just didn't do it the way i wanted yeah well slow and steady dale you did awesome 
I did a little bit better than last year. You did? I did eight out. Um, the first day, all 75 miles in a little over eight hours. And that was with stops. With stops. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think it was close. I, I, I guesstimated around six, six and a half hours with, without stops. Mm-hmm. And um, day two, I think it was, uh, started at like 7.30, was done by 3.30? No, you're no, done closer f- to 4. 4. But day two. It's hillier. It's hillier. And it got a little. It was a little bit more muggy. Yeah, I wouldn't say hotter, but more muggy. More muggy. And we didn't have as nice of a breeze. No, no, it's pretty dead. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, I think I did, even though I was one of the last riders in. Well, um, I'm reminded of something that was posted on Facebook. What was that? And, and, and I think I, I can, I know I can credit Patty, somebody I work with, but I also believe I can um, credit Manager John with um, this. It said, let's see, I'm paraphrasing, so forgive me because I don't have it up in front of me. Um, dead last is better than not finishing at all, which trumps not Not starting, which trumps not even thinking about it or something to that effect. So, Yeah, the one I saw only had three of them, and you you saw one with four. Yeah. So um, anyway, slow and steady gets the race done for me. Well, when you think about the times, you actually did better time-wise than our Madison ride. Madison ride was 66 miles. Yeah, I was I was averaging around twelve and a half, mm-hmm. especially on the second day. Mm-hmm. First day towards the end, I was a little slower, but right. But second day, I was about ten and a half, or I mean, uh, twelve and a half miles an hour. Decent. Well, it, it sounded like that's what the pace. I don't want to say the average pace, but that's the. That's that last pack of people's pace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And you know what? Total, let's see, total riders for the day, for for the weekend, was 1,178 riders. You can't all bike at once. Nope. You got to spread out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, as gen- generally that the, um, since this is our my second and your third, it, um, it generally uh, tracked the same as last year. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't change. The only thing they changed on the route this year was um, the first rest stop we biked from Mequon up to um, Port Washington. And Port Washington, we used to have the first rest stop downtown. Now they have the rest stop near Allen Edmonds. It actually wasn't there. Their parking. It lot. was the parking lot. Yeah. I yeah. Don't pay attention um, to the that. The reason for that was that they were having their big f- local fish boil days. Festival. Yeah, but you know what? In Port Washington Overall, that weekend. I liked it better coming up that way because you didn't go up the ginormous hill. Oh, that ginormous hill in Port Washington. Yeah. Oh. Because you bike downhill to it, and then it would have been biking all the way uphill to get back up to where we, we joined later. They followed a lot of the inner urban trail for that, which was nice. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, we've had a very nice biking summer considering the knee injury. And the, and the you, heat. And the heat. And the drought. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of the drought, I mean, we finally are getting green grass, which means I have to cut grass. But it it took probably three weeks of rain on and off to even get the grass. We to haven't had three weeks of rain on, on and off. We've had maybe a week of rain on and off. But we had no rain up until right. like two weeks ago. So the the greenest part of our yard is the new yard. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, so now I got to cut the grass, and tomorrow I get to play Farmerdale. Yes, you do. Yes, our friends who um, own a farm near our house are off to a family reunion this weekend, so we get to um, we get to repay them for repay them for watching the dogs. Uh huh. So I'll be feeding chickens and cows and goats. We get fresh eggs out of it. Yes, we do. Yeah, yes. we do. <laughs> I got to find them. <laughs> it's easy. You put your hand underneath into the little hay and you pull it out. Not necessarily. No? They, they, they run free range, some of the chickens. Oh, yeah. You'll have so much fun doing that. So... Listen next time for my adventures on the farm. Mm. I, I have to insert one last thing before the break. Part of my fundraising for the Scenic Shore 150 was... No, go ahead. I got something after. Oh, okay. He was giving me a finger. Not that finger. I know. But I had to say it. Anyway, part of my fundraising was I knit a king-size afghan. And I raffled that off. And thank you very much to the people... I'm not going to name everybody's name because there's several. Um, But I raffled that off that Monday before the bike ride. And the people from the Jen and Dave show, Miss Jen Avila, won that. And she just got it in the mail this week. Yes. Congratulations, Jen. Mm -hmm. She likes it. Yes. Sounds like Dave likes it too. It's very heavy. You'll stay very warm Uh in that blanket. I think I knitted it most of the winter in shorts and a t-shirt. Because it's Because very, it was very warm. And, mm-hmm. and I want to thank Charlie White, who was the sole donor for my page. <gasps> yeah. So thank you for your two donations. Um, and thank you for all of those who are um, supporting us in spirit mm-hmm. as we biked um, the Scenic Shore 150. And... Um, Guess what's coming up this weekend? I know that we're not going to do it. No, because I can't do two big fundraising bike rides two weeks apart. No, but and it's the MS Best Damn Bike Ride. Yes, and that it's goes from s- Milwaukee to Madison. No, Milwaukee to Whitewater. No, it no? goes two days. It's a, it's the same kind of thing. It's Milwaukee, well, Waukish, Pewaukee to Whitewater, day one. Uh-huh. And then the second day is Whitewater to Madison. It sounds like a very nice bike ride too, but again, to do two bike, two, 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 sorry, to do two charity rides two weeks apart that have about the same fundraising minimums. Yeah, it, that would that would. It's bust. just not doable. It's it would bust our budget and our our butts. 
<laughs> I don't know so much if it would bust the butts. I think it would be be nice to do. I wish I had the option of doing it without having to do two fundraisers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, although here's a a suggestion. I mean, perhaps we could alternate years. No. Sorry, I'm I'm yeah. I'm set into the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society for multiple reasons. I will continue to do that one as long as I can. Well, okay. You can alternate oh. if you would like. Ah, uh, we'll see about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, although I didn't see you at all during the ride, she, you know, she would go. I'd see her. We'd bike for about fifteen minutes, and then she'd be gone, just gone. And then I'd see her at the end of the day. <laughs> You're not complaining, dear. No, I'm no. not. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is that um, I really didn't see you on the ride. <laughs> <sighs> okay. All right. Time for a break? Time for a break. Okay, I have a song that I just uh, down- I heard on a podcast. It's called the Suffolk and Cool podcast out of England. And you can find that at suffolkandcool.lipson.com or suffolkandcool.com. And the song is from a band called Crystalline. And you can find them at Crystalline. Music.com, C-R-Y-S-T-A-L-Y-N-E. And the song is Weapon on the BadgerCast.
from their new EP, Navigate, that's Crystalline with Weapon. Welcome back. And, um, hello? Hey, what? Welcome back. Oh, I thought you were talking to the audience today. No, welcome back to from break. Hello? Hi. Mm-hmm. What you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm surfing the net while you're talking. But I haven't got anything to say. Oh, so. baloney. So. So the cheese head spotlight. Yes. Yes. I, well, this has been one of the things that we've had to endure in Wisconsin since about um, November of last year. Yes. It's called the nonstop election cycle. Yes. Okay. Actually, it was before November of last year, because last summer we had um, state Senate recalls, mm-hmm. and then November started the petitions to recall the governor, mm-hmm. and since we spoke in February, they that, that had, election has come and gone. That election has come and gone. And we wasted a ton of money. And... What's what's hap- what's changed? Nothing, because Absol- he's still in office. Governor Walker was retained. Yes, some other people's uh, there was, jobs were. There was altered. only one person that uh, lost a recall election. It was only one. I thought there were yeah. more than one. No, no. Okay. Uh, there was like six that were recalled at the same time as Governor Walker. Only one in Racine <laughs> was recalled, and it was by the slimmest of margins. Mm-hmm. So now, technically, until the November elections occur, the state Senate has a Democratic majority by one vote. The foolishness of it all is that we're now in the fall election cycle, and the state Senate is not scheduled to meet in session until January. Once the election has come and gone and the um, new assembly and Senate have been sworn in. Mm -hmm. So it may be a hollow victory for the Democrats in the fact that it's likely that the Republicans will, in the normal election cycle, will once again take control of the Senate. Yeah. All right. Like I said, we wasted a bunch of money. In other words, yes. Mm-hmm. As, um, but now, guess what's coming up in less than two weeks? Less than two weeks we in August, a- football starts. We have another election. No. Yes, we do. It's the primary for the fall election. It used to be in the second week of September. It got moved to the second week of August. There's a reason I keep you around. (laughs) Just to tell you when to vote, right? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, we've had a very interesting um, election cycles this this year. And this one is making national news because of the race for U.S. Senate. Let me guess. I, re- I might know this answer. Is it because there's a former governor running in the race? 
Well, the fact that there's four Republicans running in a primary against a very liberal Democrat who's running unopposed. And that would be the former governor? Well, one of the four Republicans in the field is um, uh, former Governor Tommy Thompson, who also was a um, Secretary of Health and Human Services in the first uh, term for uh, George W. Bush. Mm-hmm. And um, we have a hedge fund manager turned politician named Eric Covdy, who um, has basically come back from living out in on the East Coast doing his f- hedge fund management. We come yeah. back in. I hadn't heard that name until we drove north of here. Right. Yeah. And he's been running a campaign for the past probably nine months. Mm-hmm. The third candidate is a former congressman uh, from the Janesville area, Mark Newman, who now is a uh, home builder and developer and has been uh, kind of really the, the, on the conservative side of the right wing. Mm-hmm. And then lastly is one of what I call the Daryl brothers. Uh, <laughs> if you remember the, uh, the, the Bob Newhart show where Bob is... Um, that is a very good description. Um, Bob is the innkeeper in Vermont. You had Larry and Daryl and Daryl. Mm-hmm. And Larry, of course, was the one who spoke, and Daryl and Daryl were his brothers. And they didn't say a word, but they just followed along. Jeff I think Fitz- the general public knows Daryl and Daryl. Okay, well, the, the, this is the analogy. Jeff and Scott Fitzgerald. Jeff Fitzgerald is the uh, Speaker of the Assembly at this point, and he is running for uh, U.S. Senate as well. His brother, Scott Fitzgerald, was the, the President of the Senate during the whole fiasco last year where the Senate uh, Democrats moved to Illinois effectively to stall um, the Act 10 legislation. So anyway, all these four guys are vying for this opportunity to face a very liberal Madison uh, representative who wants to be the next senator. Mm-hmm. So there's a very I want I want to point out and I'm not going to read the article but it's a, kind of a good summary of uh, the fact that we've gone from a a Republican Party that's based on pragmatism to one that's based on ideology right ideology when, ideology fine right wing Republican ideology that is the correct way to pronounce I, it I whatever. Either way, I don't care. You say either, I say either. You say ideology, I say ideology. Doesn't matter. But anyway, they talk about Tommy Thompson and Ted Nugent at a concert in Sturdivant is how the article starts. I'll put it in the show notes at badgercast.com. So anyway, once this is over, and I don't even want to predict who's going to win. 
And I haven't even decided which Republican I'm going to vote for in the primary. Um, then, then the real fireworks begin between a moderate to very, very right-wing Republican, depending on who wins, and a very, very liberal Democrat. And it's basically going to be the volley between Milwaukee and Madison. It always is. So, With Green Bay thrown in there a little bit. It should be interesting. Stay tuned. At least if there's nothing, Wisconsin politics is not boring anymore. I want to go back to boring. <laughs> I just want to go back to not hearing political ads. Hmm. Okay. Let's see. That would bring us to... What is Julie reading? Julie read on the nook, yes. A couple new books. Um, Kay Hooper finally has the 13th book out in her, I call it the Bishop series. I'm not quite sure what she calls it. Um, But that came out, I believe, this week. And that book is called Haven. And you read it already? I read it already. I finished it this morning. I wonder why you haven't talked to me in the past couple of days. Yeah, and then the other one that I read that was also... Oh, she doesn't deny that. <laughs> Excuse me? I said you didn't deny that either. No, I didn't deny anything. Do I ever... No, I don't. Mm-mm. Why won't it let me get past what I want here? I know the other one is um, Catherine Coulter has a new book out in her FBI series. And the nook right now won't let me get past to what I was reading and I want to say I can't think of it off the top of my head but there is a new one out in her series too so those are two big ones that I've been reading or read so you know okay now I've got a question for you you've what? read you have the nook yes yeah. I'm guessing you have probably about 300 books on the nook already I don't know if I could figure out how to get unstuck from where I am right now Oh, yeah, but you're not looking at the Nook. You're looking at the iPhone. I'm looking at my Nook app on the iPhone, and it brings up everything. But does it tell me how many books I have here? Um, Let's see. It might. It might. No, it it tells me. Mm, No, it doesn't tell me how many I have. I can scan. I mean, there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, uh, eleven, yeah. twelve, thirteen. There's a lot of books. Yeah, a lot of books. So many, many books. Many, many, many. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not all of them were paid for. She stole some of them. I know. No. I don't know if I told the told them this when we were going through the nook, but what I like. Number one is Free Fridays, mm-hmm. and today's Free Friday book um, is called The Last Romanoff, which actually sounds pretty good. I'm going to start that tonight. Um, sounds like Russian history. It's, a, it's fiction based on Russian history. Okay. Okay. The um, other thing I like about the Nook is that there are lots of books that you're never going to see on the regular bookshelf that are less than like three bucks. So 
you can find, you can search for whatever genre of book you're looking for, and you can go and change your search parameter, and they will take them from the least to the most expensive, which means that there are quite a few free books out there. And they do it as a teaser in my mind, because if you like that author, you can find that other author's other books. Some are more expensive than the other than the free one, but there there's a lot of books out there that I say I'd spend anywhere from free to maybe two ninety nine. Well, that's not bad. No, it's not. When you consider it's, it's a, paper, a latte. When you think of the paper a basic paperback book in the store these days is eight nine bucks or higher, and a new hardcover book. In the store these days, yeah, I don't want to talk about. Is thirty-five bucks, probably twenty-seven to thirty-five. Yeah. So it's worth it. Mm-hmm. And as I um, went through these, I found Catherine Coulter's book here, and now I just lost it again. Damn. Oh well, we'll put it in the show notes. Oh, here it is. Backfire. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Your nook is going to get some competition if if you haven't heard. No, I haven't heard. Enlighten me. Well, this is the technology corner of the Badgercast. Oh, we have a new new uh, section. I don't know. Well, it's it's the big rage on the technology podcast I listen to. Mm. Well, the date has been set for a big announcement at Apple, uh, September twelfth. Okay. It's probably going to be the announcement of the iPhone 5. I've heard a little rumbling yeah. about this. But also, there's rumblings about the Apple's response to the success of the Kindle Fire and the, the Barnes & Noble Nook. To me, they're equal. It's just whichever one you prefer to deal right. with. Well, the... Apple is probably going to put either a scaled-down iPad in the, the form factor of a Nook mm. or a Kindle Fire, that 7.5-inch, or a little larger iPod Touch to compete with the the Nexus Galaxy 2 or, or the, the Samsung Galaxy 2, excuse me, and some of the other bigger... On, they're kind of like tablet, like tablet uh, phones. Mm-hmm. So it comes it comes to a, a question: Do you, as an Apple fanboy, I guess, do what? Well, you can only get books from Apple on the iPad or the iPhone. No, I can get books on my. No, 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 no. From Apple's store. You can only get it on the... They don't allow an Apple store book, mm-hmm. the iBook store, mm-hmm. on the Mac or on a PC. You have to either have the ta- iPad tablet or an iPhone or iPod Touch. Okay. So they're, what the rumor is is they're going to release a, a iPad mini for lack of a better term, to compete with the Nook and, and the Kindle okay, Fire. Back up here. But on your iPad, 
iPad or your iPhone, you can get an Amazon app. You can get a Nook app. So you're not relegated to just Apple books if you go through the Apple store. There's ways to get other reading material. So what does it matter if those apps are out there? If the, the only thing that Apple would probably try to do then is to get exclusive content on the iBook store that they couldn't get. So that's not going to fly. Probably not for um probably not for the the normal novel, but for technical books or textbooks. They could make iPad only versions of a textbook and then but you can go get a textbook and download it from the the, the publisher's site. You, sometimes you can. Most often. You, you may have to pay for it. You may have to pay for it, depending on what you're looking for. Right. But we know this from talks we had last year on the BadgerCast when we talked about helping the kids out. Yeah. You can find... Well, you can find a lot of resources. Right. And getting to those resources is not hindered by whether you have some generic name brand phone versus the iPhone versus the MacBook versus whatever, because there are multiple applications out there to get at that information. So to me, it's a non-issue. So, but all I'm saying is at this point... They may make you jump through more hoops. Yeah. But at this point, Apple is is going probably going to have a competing product in that space. That's the beauty of the world we live in here in the U.S. So now I don't know if I should get a a, a Nook or an oh, iPad Oh, give mini. me a break. <laughs> that was all because you didn't know which one to buy? I still don't know what to buy. All right. He's going to end up with Either the iPad 2 or he's going to end up with the Nook. And either would be a decent choice. See, I summed that up in what, less than 30 seconds? Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine, but... Yeah. yeah. Okay, if you'd like to call and let me know. <laughs> iPad 2, 3, whatever. The big one. The iPad mini. Mm-hmm. The Nook or the Kindle Fire? No, we're not getting the Kindle Fire. No, no, no. But as a reading device mm -hmm. that you would like to use or would recommend, 262-649-8550. You remember the number? Yes, I did. Wow. Okay, and we... I, I, I didn't look for voicemail. I'll be quite honest. I didn't look for voicemail. Recently. Well, you could quickly look for voicemail, and I can give them my shortened version of a Motivated Women segment here. Because, Go. Because I learned a lot with nine weeks of nothing to do. And if you are forced to take time off, it doesn't mean you have to do nothing. You can work on strengthening stuff. And that is what got me through and it allowed me to bike the rest of the this year is that I worked on strengthening. Um, in, in this case, I worked on strengthening um, my quads and my hamstrings and to a lesser degree my calves um, because 
whatever the injury was, you still need to, to um, work on the muscle so you don't lose it. There was a lot of muscle mass that I did lose because I couldn't do to the degree um, that I wanted to do. But it kept my mind going, and it gave me a way to make some new goals to get through. And I found it really interesting how hard some of these things were when you were trying to isolate a group of muscles um, to to strengthen them to the point that you can eliminate the pain that you're having. And while I will never have a left and or right knee that's not going to hurt me in some way, shape, or form, they're going to continue to snap, crackle, pop now. There's no way around that. Um, but I left my multiple visits to the orthopedic between February and May with, I don't ever want to hear a doctor tell me again, for a woman of your age, <laughs> you guys can take that, that phrase and you can take it and just toss it somewhere. Because it doesn't matter your age, it matters your activity level and what you have decided to do in keeping shape in your life. And normal wear and tear happens. It can happen earlier. It can happen later. It might not happen at all. But don't go in to an appointment with a person who is doing stuff in their life and say, for a woman of your age, it just, just ticks off the patient. And I'll bet you he was all of 35. No, he's my age. Actually, he's a year or two younger. And he goes, well, I can't really do this stuff with my knees. I'm like, that's you. That's not me. I'm not going to say I'm not going to do something because my knees are bothering me. We're going to figure out how I can continue to do what I want to do to the best of my ability to do it and still keep my goals. I might have to readjust those goals. But I'm not going to stop being the more athletic-minded person I've become over the last four or five years and losing the weight. To, to say it that way, the way he initially said it, if I didn't have a strong enough compelling urge, whatever the heck words you want to say, to stay here, most other people would have said, okay, fine, I can't do that. I'm just going to go back to, to gaining weight and being unfit. And that's not the way to approach staying healthy no so so anyway anyway what anything else no i'm done with that you're done done with the rant okay well it was an informative rant (laughs) okay well i I, this version of skype is not very informative uh it tells me i have calls from certain people that I know but I don't know how old they are and I have no clue when they occurred <laughs> so next show you'll go through all yeah, that yeah we'll go through it. the voicemails then So yep. and then my parting thing I want feedback I have been informed that there is a certain bike ride coming up in March I believe it's March 1st and 2nd. It's like the first, it's the first week of March. And it's in Death Valley. And there's three options. I will be doing, if I do it, be doing option one, which is a century. There's an ultra century, which is 150. And then there's a double century that's 200 miles. It starts 
in Death Valley for the century. I think it's 4,000 total feet of elevation for the ride, but I'm not quite sure because I haven't seen a topo map of it yet. You have, I want to say, 11, 11 and a half hours to finish it. And I'm really thinking about doing it. The one main thing holding me back. Well, besides the fact it's in March and Death Valley. No, March and Death Valley, when you look at the stuff, is pretty decent. It's it's still in Death Valley. Whatever. The biggest thing holding me back is come September, depending on the weather here in Wisconsin, I won't be able to bike outside much past beginning end of September, beginning of, of October. End of October. How do you train in a northern climate like this for a century that has a significant amount of elevation when I'm not, the first time I'm going to be able to bike outside is hitting that, hitting Death Valley. I would worry more. And is more, it doable? I would worry more about the elevation shift and the, the breathing and all that kind of stuff. Th- that all goes into it. It's that whole training aspect. Mm-hmm. The second part is if I truly decide to do it, I might not even get a chance to do it because um, according to the website, they sell out every year. There's only X amount of positions or spots to do it. And they start online and they say they usually sell out. They start, I want to say, in November. So I have like a, a day where I can try to get in. And if I don't get in, I don't get in. It's not like I'd have to wait till closer to March to do it, I would know right away before I would get too far into specific training stuff. And if you're doing that, then I'm going to Burning Man. To where? <laughs> it's it's a big party in the desert where they burn a huge man at the end of the weekend. For what reason? Oh, it's just it's a bunch of crazy people party. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, Burning Man, look it up. Okay. So that's what I want feedback on. All right. So, should I go to Burning Man or not? No. No. (laughs) No. Oh, uh, if you're going to Death Valley, I'll go out in the desert and play too. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah. So if you'd like to call us. You can call, call us. us at 262-649-8550. That number again? 262 nah. <laughs> Boo! 262-649-8550. I need to think of Pewaukee, 649. Yeah. Or you can call us at thebadgercast at gmail.com. That or wouldn't be calling. Right. You can write us at the... Ba- email. That's correct term, email. Okay. You could <laughs> punch into your electronic device and send us a message on thebadgercast at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Facebook. Uh-huh. And Twitter. Twitter. 
mm-hmm. or Google Plus. Oh, I have to put one last thing in that we did, we did this summer. We celebrated 22 years of marriage. Happy belated anniversary, dear. Happy belated anniversary to you. Love ya. Love ya. So, till next time. It's good night. Good night. From town, and I just broke down, spitting out smoke on the side of the road. I'm out here alone, just trying to get home to tell you I was wrong, but you already know. Believe me, it won't stop for nothing. To see you, so I've started running. All that I'm after is a life full. Love ever after After the life we've been through Cause I know there's no life after you Test, test, shut up I know It's way past my bedtime too Night. Hey. We're recording here, people. Quiet. You did not record that. Yeah, I did. Well, then you can take that Friday blank and whatever, and you can use that. Okay? Because if you tell me that you want to go to sleep now at 10 o'clock on a Friday night, I'm going to have to call your ass a wimp. Josh. Mm-hmm.